From WSNC on the campus of Winston-Salem State University, I'm Byron Williams, and this is The Public Morality. Today on The Public Morality, political commentator Joe Tumor returns to discuss the impact that the 2016 presidential election is having on down-ballot races, particularly in the Senate. And after that, Winston-Salem Director of Marketing Communications, Ed McNeil, joins us to discuss social media and its effect on the culture and the workplace. That's coming up on The Public Morality. Welcome to The Public Morality. For some time, political prognosticators have offered their thoughts about the unique 2016 presidential election. But with only three weeks to go before Election Day, those far-off predictions are beginning to crystallize. Where do the down-ballot races such as the Senate, the House of Representatives, and governor's races across the country currently stand? Will Republicans hold on to their majorities in Congress, or will Democrats overtake them? To answer these questions, we welcome back political commentator Joe Tooman. Joe Tooman, welcome back to the Public Morality. Nice to be with you. Thanks for having me. It's it's been a it's been a while since we talked last. A lot has happened. <laughs> it has gotten crazier, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. We we may have just insulted those who truly are crazy by saying it's gotten crazier. I don't know, but well, let's let's, let's put it this way: it has gotten more frenetic. How's that? Yes. Um, All right. And I I think that one of the one of the things that, that I hear the most often out here in California from people I know that know I'm involved with politics or at least commentating and the like um, is they they tell me they can't wait for it to be over. And so many people, both Democrat and Republican, sometimes being critical of their own parties, have said that they've never seen it as negative as it is now. Um, I mean, these campaigns are traditionally, you know, you run by tearing your opponent down, that stuff happens. But there's something that seems more personal about this, and, and it's uh, it's upsetting to a lot of people. A lot of people worry about how the rest of the world sees us, you know, as a democracy, holding ourselves out as the as the template or the model, and and but yet there's a lot of ugliness in the rhetoric on both sides that that uh, it doesn't contribute much to a constructive discourse. That that's what I think. I mean, well, on that note, um, what impact? is this race having, as it currently stands, on those d- down-ballot races? Well, I, I, I think in a general sense, uh, a really interesting impact, um, something that we haven't seen for a while. I mean, every political party, and so the first impact is going to be on the Republicans, too, as a quick answer to your question. But I should preface this by saying that, you know, historically, political parties go through periods of introspection, and they, they change as they recruit new people in, and oftentimes the agenda and the issues and the positions of the party will reflect the membership, and as it should. You know, that's part of being democratic as well. And um, you know, so we know in our history, Byron, that the original party of Jefferson, the Democratic Party, the Democrats, were the party that defended <laughs> or that defended slavery, and it was the Republican Party, the party of Lincoln, that you know made up of abolitionists who were designed to abolish slavery. But you know the ones who opposed uh, slavery, and and uh, you know, and maybe half a century later, uh, moving into the new century, uh, the parties went in different directions. With Democrats focused on uh, big city, urban areas, uh, where you would also find lots of new immigrants to this country. 
Um, and uh, lo and behold, you know, that became a constituency in the issues of those people. So who lived in big urban areas and also new people to this country uh, became important issues for Democrats. And conversely, Republicans focused in rural areas, agriculture areas. Um, and, and in those places, you would find oftentimes very religious people. You would find gun owners. You would find people who were just trying to get by, people who believed in self uh you know, the personal autonomy and, and, and making things happen for yourself, and, and they're a little more individualist in their thinking, not collectivist culturally. And the Republican Party, you know, kind of went in that direction. And so we have another one of those periods now. We've had others since then, too. That they went in the 1960s and 70s when Southern Democrats, who were Democrats because their great 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 grandpappies were some of those original Southern Democrats that, you know, defended slavery. You know, we're finding in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s that they were registered Democrats, mostly out of family allegiance, but they weren't voting Democrat. And a lot of those people voted for, you know, for example, for George Wallace in the 1968 election when he got 10 million votes. 10 million votes is a lot of votes. And uh, as somebody in the Republican Party said, you know, those people ought to come join us because at least on the social issues, we think the same way. And suddenly the party invited what became Christian evangelicals um, who, who took their time to get over there. But eventually, by the time Ronald Reagan was president, had become part of that base. And we saw another alignment with the Republican Party with the creation of the Tea Party activists, you know, not, not too long ago. And you've seen the effect that's had. So I think to answer your question now, um, the Republican Party in particular and I think even what it means to be a Democrat, I mean, these are all going to, these things are going to be on the table, is probably going to go post-election through some introspection and some soul-searching about what do they want to be going forward. And part of the reason that's, that conversation is going to happen in big circles in the Republican Party and maybe to a less extent in the Democratic Party um, is that we've seen the, the enormous effect that a disruptor, and that's what he is in the end, like a Donald Trump can have, uh, at least on the Republican side of the equation, um, making Republicans question what are their values. And and part of the reason that he's had so much impact and, and forcing this discussion going forward is that the Republican Party is in danger of losing control of one of the two houses of Congress. And, uh, and, and the problem for many of them, uh, Byron, is that uh, down ticket, as you said, so we're talking about people in the House who are up for re-election or running for election for the first time, as Republicans and people in the Senate, I think there's 24 seats, something like that, up for grabs um, that are Republican seats. Uh, um, there's a lot of seats, and uh, uh, many of these people are have been dependent on the Republican National Committee for money to run their campaigns, and a big part of that money has come from Donald Trump's fundraising. So uh, the fact today that Mr. Trump has said outrageous things uh, that have alienated members of his own party, has forced a lot of these people to choose between do they want association with them if it means money for their campaign, or do they risk that association by being painted you know, with his comments, like the terrible things he said in that, uh, that videotape recording that came out. And some of these people have chosen to distance themselves from Mr. Trump. It means, of course, that they're giving up the chance of that bigger paycheck, you know, the money that would help their campaigns. And it also means now that they're risking the wrath of Trump's core supporters, who in some of those states, some of the battleground states, may punish them. Uh, like in Wisconsin, Paul Ryan is facing, you know, the wrath of some of Trump's voters who've, who've called them. They spelled it this way on purpose, I think, traitor, but they spelled it T-R-A-D-E-R, hmm. <laughs> one of his last appearances. Um, 
because they're trying to, they were goofing on that plus that Mrs. Clinton had referred to them as uneducated deplorables. And I think the person who did that particular sign and got some play with it was, was playing on that. But the bigger picture is that a lot of Trump's core supporters who love him, you know, rain or shine, um, are sort of following his lead and are willing to hurt some of those Republican candidates. And so Republicans, if you're thinking about the answer to your question down ticket, are really confronted with a Faustian choice of to go with him and, and then have to be associated with some of the things he's now known for, such as, you know, these questions about sexual assault or just objectification of women in general and disrespectfulness. Um, do they want to be seen that way? I mean, how's that going to play in the evangelical Christian community, for example? Not, not well, I'm sure. Um, or do you want to risk, uh, uh, you know, angering his voters? And having them uh, not vote for you or just not vote in your election, you know, uh, and cost you that seat. Some of these, in some of these races, it's pretty close. Somebody like uh, uh, Senator Ayotte uh, in New Hampshire uh, is in a real pickle now. She's running against the Democrat uh, governor of that state, Governor Hassan, a very strong woman. And Hassan has this, you know, magic silver bullet, which is a text of something that Ayotte said earlier this year when she endorsed Trump, the Republican endorsed Trump and referred to him as a role model for children. And, you know, that's the message now that she's, that her opponent is playing back saying, this is the judgment of my Republican counterpart. She thinks Donald Trump is a role model. Look at the things Trump says and then replaying the tape or whatever. That's a powerful negative message. And it's forced people like Ayotte now to distance herself from Trump, but she's doing that at the expense of these other problems. So, this is a long-winded answer to your question, but it's, it's, it, he has had a tremendous effect, Trump in particular, on his party, enforcing them now, once this election is over, to really rethink who are they. And, and maybe that's a good thing to happen, because they've needed to have that conversation. And what does the inside of the tent look like, and who are you going to let in, and who are you going to go after, and, and try and encourage them to be part of your, of your party? Um, it can't be a party that's mostly known for white male candidates you know, anymore. It needs to be representative. And uh, it's sad that it's coming this way, but it's, it's a necessary conversation. And I think that Bernie Sanders, to a lesser extent, um, is maybe forced a little bit of, of that on the Democratic Party, you know, making them think a little bit more about progressive values and the history of progressives in the party. Um, but I don't think he had the same kind of impact in the end because he didn't get the nomination that uh, Trump did for his party. Talking with uh, political commentator Joe Tuman. Joe, one of the things, um, just giving your last answer, that, that came to mind was: Do they? Is there a turn? Do you? Did the Republicans risk a turnout issue that some people might be demoralized and just stay home and and just not vote at all? Absolutely, absolutely. Although, I think there's an awareness of that, uh, and so, for example, in states like Ohio, where uh, the race is actually surprisingly close. Uh, in fact, I think that's too close to call today, Ohio. Um, uh, you have a lot of Republicans who have said publicly, including some prominent party officials, not going to vote for Trump. And uh, they're having to find reasons to vote for Clinton because they at least want to support somebody. They and, and part of the reason for that is they acknowledge that if they just don't vote, period, like they just don't vote for anything, that they may end up hurting their own party down ticket. So now some of these people are saying, well, we're going to see maybe if we don't vote or if we vote for Hillary, right, we'll counter that since it looks like she's going to win anyway. Um, we'll counter that by making sure we vote down ticket for Republican 
uh, candidates in the Congress so that they can thwart her <laughs> once she becomes president. And that and that's a message that seems to be gaining traction in other states um, where where there is uh, a concern, even in a close race, that that uh, um, you know Trump's candidacy is hurting down ticket down ticket people. The 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 logic of it, I think, is compelling for voters. If you if you're acknowledging, and you know, to to a degree, the, the funny thing about this, Byron, is that Trump has actually created this problem himself for himself. Um, because he's continued to argue for several weeks now with no evidence that the election is rigged. And uh, he's already you know, let it be known that he's looking at media by possibilities, maybe a new job in place for Roger Ailes or something like that, and for himself in a post-election where he loses. Well, why would you be talking that way while the election is still in play? And I think psychologically he's doing that to sort of insulate him from the disappointment and the criticism that will come if he loses. He'll say, well, I told you that was going to happen. But what he's not thinking about is that making statements like that is the sort of thing that encourages your own supporters not to bother voting. And if they don't vote in this election, they may not be voting in other contests as well. And, and that's the part that I think down-ticket Republicans are very worried about right now. Yeah, I, I want to get to some some of the races that you may have some thoughts on, but before I do, um, Democrats need four seats to that's right to uh, have a fifty fifty tie. Where um, uh, it, assuming if uh, 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 Mrs. Clinton wins, then then that then Tim Kaine would be that tiebreaker. The vice president is a tiebreaker, yes. so four seats gets you con- technically gets you control, but right. honestly, not much control because at the end of it, you still got to make sure all of your people vote the same way. You know, if somebody cracks the whip, and they all do it, and so uh, that's. I mean, you'd much rather have like a you know a ten seat majority or something like that where you could really dominate. But well, uh, well, that but was I actually think at this point they'd be happy with anything. But so the... if four seats is all you need, they'd be happy with that. I, I, and that actually leads to my, my next piece, though. I mean, I'm glad you raised that because uh, have we not gotten to a place where you really need 60 votes to get anything done? We, we you need a supermajority yeah. to have a working majority in, in 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 the Senate. Yes. And do you foresee any of that changing? A, a 10 seat swing, like you're saying, or well, or? no, not 10 seat swing, but the need to have. Uh, 60 votes to be a filibuster-proof majority in order to get something done because it has gotten to a place where things have just bogged down. Do you see that ethos changing in in the Senate? Um, only if if more races are in play. You know, there are there are 36 or is it 34 seats? I think it's 34 seats up for grabs, but 24 of them are Republican. Um, and some of those are in states where they're going to win re-election. I mean, they're they're pretty safe places. Those are red states, and and uh, Trump, you know, Trump's going to win a share. And in those states, um, it, the incumbent should you know be returned to office. Um, but there are some states that are uh, battleground states where there are races in play. And I gave you one example with New Hampshire, um, uh, with uh, Senator Ayotte. Um, is, a, is a place she could lose. She might be one of them. And and uh, but your question, I'm sorry, I'm going afar of the question. Your, your question was well, well. My question is, you no, know, getting back that, that that in order to get something done in the Senate, the Senate piece, yeah. you've got to have a filibuster-proof 
majority, which would be 60 votes. votes. Short of that, do you see us going back to a place where, let's say you and I are in the Senate, you're a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I come to you, Joe, how are we going to get this done? And, and And we get a deal done. That we're not so party uh, dominated to where um, it takes a filibuster-proof majority to get something done. You know, I I, I fear that uh, we're going to have more of the same because um, too many of of uh, the same people who have been let's let's call it what it is obstructionist about things uh, uh, recently, at least on the Republican side, are still there. Um, one of the problems I think that we've we've had politically uh, in the last couple of years is you know so many people uh, in the Senate at least have been tempted to run for higher office for the, you know presidency or sometimes accept the VP slot like uh, Senator Kane and she Hillary's going to have to uh, hope that there'll be a good replacement for him in the next election cycle if she wins um, from Virginia and uh, so. We haven't had, and we need to have, people who are there long enough in a place like the Senate, and frankly in the House, too, that, they're, that they develop relationships. If I was going to be uh, critical in any way about Barack Obama, who I think has been a good president, um, it would simply be that I wish he had been in the, the Senate for another four to eight years before he ran for president, because if he had... He would have known people there. He would have had to ask Joe Biden to make calls for him when he needed help on legislation. He could pick up. And if he had a relationship with somebody, there would have been a way to talk about how to constructively work with one another. And in his sort of the, the, uh, the impatience of youth and his rush to you know, take advantage of the great backstory that he had that would get him into the White House, and it did, it came at the sacrifice of not having relationships. And you know, history will record in, in your lifetime and mine that even people like Orrin Hatch to the far right and you know, Edward Kennedy to the far left were great friends. Over time, became very good friends, and they worked with each other. They carried each other's water on different bills, and they supported each other in committees. And they could also constructively disagree with each other. But they had dinner with the, you know, they, they knew each other's families, and that's what happens when you're there long enough to have those kind of relationships, and you think beyond partisan politics. Because at a very visceral, real level, it becomes about relational politics. And so there are some people, I think, that will eventually work that way. I'd like to believe that uh, a Ted Cruz and a Marco Rubio will hopefully someday realize what a gift they got by not being their party's nominee because they would have had the same problems as Obama. They 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 haven't served long enough to have relationships. And... You know, let them get another eight to 12 years, whatever it's going to be, under their belts before they run for the big job and see how much more effective they would be as candidates and potentially, you know, as a president. And likewise, on the Democratic side, I mean, you want to groom people for a while. And it plays in both houses. I'm just using the Senate as an example. But absent that, um, I think that the real partisan divisiveness, unfortunately, Byron, is is still there. And all it will mean is that if you get one party that controls the White House and controls one of the two houses of Congress, they're more likely to get their way. But the fact that they're forcing that way on the other party is part of what encourages this partisan uh, uh, disagreement and, and this reluctance to work with each other. And it's, it's the stuff that makes all the rest of us who wish Congress could get stuff done and not have these 
slowdowns or shutdowns or whatever, all the negativity that keeps them from doing their jobs, you know, that that would end. Well, you know, Joe, part of it, it seems to me that there was a time in in, in your and my lifetime that if you brought the government to the brink of shutdown, Uh you would pay a political price for that with your constituency. I mean, yeah. now you're lauded. I mean, so we, we, we've come 180 from where we used to be. Yeah. Well, you mean, you mean in, 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 in the Congress or in, in, well, in it, politics it, in general? Well, it, well, in the, well just taking this sense, in, in, in the Congress, I mean, you would, not, you would have paid a price for shutting down the government at one time. And, oh, yeah, and, and, for sure. And now, now sure. you can sort of do that periodically, and, it's, and it, you pay no price. So, so I guess part of it, is it us, we the people, that, that, that have to hope bear some of this responsibility? Oh, absolutely. I, 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 I've felt that way for some time. But the, but the truth is, at election time, nobody's talking about that. <laughs> and maybe we should be. Um, uh, there, are, there are times when it's, it's principled to make a demonstration about something to, and, and to get a message across. But, but shutting things down in a way that almost holds the country hostage um, is not a constructive way to do that. And frankly... Uh, it's also a tactic usually that people who are disempowered will take when to shut something down since they, they feel that they don't have any other uh, recourse. Um, so, for example, uh, labor unions for a long time have justified uh, picket lines or, or, or you know, closing of mines or closing of a factory for a day or whatever, or walkout strikes, Same if you think about the symbolic significance. Um, but they would also justify it by saying that we're not on a level playing field and that the occasional symbolic demonstration of something like this is a way that we remind people that we're also players in this process and we don't have a better way to express that message. All right. And maybe in the, in the private sector, some of that can be uh, justified. But in a, in a way that's about government and for people who already you know, have public trust and who are responsible for all of us, not just for members of a group like a union or something like that, but for everybody um, doing the same thing, shutting something down and not just for a moment to make a point, but for you know, several days or whatever in ways that have very material, real effects, not just on government, but on the financial markets, on the way that other parts of the world see us on how things uh, are funded or taken care of in this country um, and, and, and the like, there are real human consequences uh, for doing things like that. It's different. And the people who do these, are not like, for example, people on the labor side uh, standing on an uneven playing field. They're already empowered. They're, they're elected officials. They have privilege, and they're part of a system that works when people work together and flounders like this when people choose not to work with one another. And to some extent, Brian, it is on us as voters for not calling them on this, but ultimately the responsibility for doing that is theirs. And uh, just my two cents worth on this, but it seems to me that when they don't do those things, that should be one of the grounds for you know, kicking them out at election time. But find somebody else who will, who will make a commitment to work and, and to get it done, not just to obstruct. You know, talking with political commentator Joe Tuman. Joe, but, um, before we let you go, I, w- I wanted to follow up on uh, the comments you just made because so much of the rhetoric— uh, it hap- I think it happens more on the Republican side, but it definitely happens on the Democratic side as well. It does. It's, it for sure does. But this yeah. whole notion of Washington being this bastion of evil where Satan and Darth Vader live, 
and you're gonna go <laughs> you're gonna go there and clean it up. So doesn't that even run counter to your earlier point about being there building relationships? If you've created Washington in that sort of dark light, it's hard to to make the argument to send me back two or three times so I can build the relationships to get things done. Well, I, I, I see your point. I, I think I'd respond this way. I think that that uh, part of the reason um, that that uh, the people in both parties have, have, have ratcheted it up to this this kind of level, right, is that they perceive uh, the the body politic, all of us, really in a way that's not any different than the way Donald Trump perceives us. Uh, and that is that, that uh, uh, people will interpret uh, the chest pounding and the, you know, the, the point, finger pointing and the angry denunciations and the rest of it as, uh, I think Trump in some ways deludes himself on this, that, that his supporters and potential voters see that as a sign of strength and not weakness. And that's being a strong leader. And there are members of Congress who very clearly have bought into that as well. They also, in both parties, have recognized, but maybe the Republicans more recently, of the examples, um, that there are a lot of people who have not voted in a while, who potentially could vote, who feel powerless. Again, this is, this is a group that's, I think, a prime audience for Mr. Trump's rhetoric. Uh, and uh, like the idea of someone who would be obstructionist, who would be disruptive, um, if that individual is speaking for them because uh, he or she would represent their interests. And so, I, I mean, if you go back just recently in history, what did the Tea Party come out of? Well, it was a mostly Republican base, obviously enough, but some of it also some people that didn't participate in politics who were just angry and upset and felt the system wasn't working. And they kind of managed to partner, if you like, with the Republican Party enough uh, you know, to to register as Republicans so that they would have or, or be the, a functional equivalent in Congress, in the House, for example, to give them control. And uh, But once they were there and sort of aligned with the Republican Party, the party became sort of uh, in some ways hostage to their rhetoric, but also their tactics in there and some of their anger and their fury. And, uh, and then one of the other dynamics that's happened in Congress historically, Byron, is that uh, um, you know, both ha- both parties in different periods have been the minority party in one or both of the houses. And uh, too often it's been the case that when it's your turn to be the dog, the big dog on top, then instead of showing compassion and reaching out the hand across the aisle to make it constructive, uh, if you were beaten down, then the victim becomes the oppressor, you know, and it's your turn to, to deal it back. So they'll know that this goes both ways. And I think Democrats have done that as much as Republicans uh, to their counterparts, and it doesn't make for a constructive environment, you know, by keeping people off committees or even something as, as petty as where your office is and how far removed from everybody else it is. <laughs> so, you know, there are lots of ways to punish people. And um, so there, there is too much of that. And uh, I, I would like, and, you know, some of this in the end also reflects uh, if I'm not being too abstract about this, the kind of people who are willing to run for office these days. You know, they, they, some of the examples I gave before, people like Hatch and Kennedy, you know, come from a different era mm-hmm. um, when service was a noble calling, public service like that, and not just a means to some career afterwards or, or you know, just wanted to be, to grab some power in the moment, but something that uh, uh, people felt was, was a, a legitimate calling and, and 
I would like to believe that we can still recruit people like that who care and who also acknowledge that nobody gets anything done by themselves. You have to do it, you know, working with other people. Um, but that's not exactly where we are right now, unfortunately. And this election sure hasn't done much, at least from the presidential race, to encourage it. But one of the side effects, like you said, to maybe finish this the way we began this, we're talking about down ticket. One of the maybe weird side effects of this is it may force people who have similar interests to think about making more temporary alliances. You know that um, you know Democrats and Republicans, if they if a lot of both don't like Trump, there's a common interest in defeating him. And no deal is lasting or, or perfect, but you know if you learn to work with each other on one thing, then it creates at least a history of working with each other that maybe can be the platform for future efforts at that as well. Um, before I let you go, I want you to quickly put your um, political scientist hat on, okay? Which I know is one that you wear very well and proudly. Um, I had I had a, a colleague who was, uh, let's just say, rather uh, ecstatic about the potential implosion of the Republican Party as he saw it. Yeah. My response to him was, and uh, I'm going to let you respond uh, across the air, but my response to him was that, you know, you really shouldn't rejoice because in a two-party system, you can't have one party that's dysfunctioning and the other party that's at best mediocre. Mm. Am I right, or how would, how would I, a political I could, science— I could, I could not agree with you more. In fact, I've said so in a speech the other night. I completely agree with you. I, I think that uh, you, we not only see that at the national level, we see that particularly and peculiarly in a, a state like California, where you know the, the Democratic Party controls both the Assembly and the Senate, the state Senate. These are that's for listeners in other parts of the country. That's our state legislature. Uh, the Democrats control all the main executive jobs, including the governor's office. It's a Democratic state. It's a blue state. And so it does mean that Democrats kind of get their way on the legislative agenda more often than Republicans, way, way more often. But the problem for that is that uh, uh, there's no competition uh, of ideas. Uh, there's not some kind of equality of power. It's not a level playing. It's not even close to a level playing field. And in the absence of co- the competition for things, you get stagnation or just stasis where things don't change or worse, they they uh, degrade in some ways with stagnation. And I think it, 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 this is why I'm hoping the Republican Party will uh, actually follow through this time. I mean, they talked about it last time after Romney lost, but it, all that got done was a white paper or, or the equivalent got written with recommendations for re- reaching out to different voting blocks, but they never followed through on it. And uh, I hope that that'll be a different conversation this time. It, it, the, it is not constructive in a democracy to have one party, whether it's Republican or Democrat, um, dominate. You need competition. And where you have competition and, and the recognition that you need each other to get things done, you also have the possibility for these kinds of relationships that I'm talking about so that it becomes relational politics that can be so much more effective and constructive. Um, I, I, I think the the implosion of the party, the Republican Party, which is, I think, and we're watching this in full bloom right now, has ultimately not been good for the country. And I'm not saying that as someone who wants to support Republicans, but rather someone who wants to see more competition, not just political competition in campaigns, but also competition in ideas within committees and state legislatures between different uh, political groups um, that come from different points of view so that it, it 
it really represents what most people think. It, it's not good to just have one point of view. It, it, in the end, it's not. That's never constructive. Parties a two system can't have one part have one that's already functioning. This party that the other media said best joker. Am I right? Yeah, I, 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 could, I, I not agree. With, I could not with you more. I've said in fact the speech. So. In a way more but the problem, the problem that is utilize it and how prominent it is for that it, uh, culture for what was once chat rooms on aol instant messaging uh, there's no competition competition uh, ideas of ideas uh, is not it's not the qualm kind of power of level it's not a lot of playing it's not a little close to a field and in absence of the absent competition petitions you get things in nation stack space you know just things don't just with into or won't change they worse they in some degree, that name ways with nations. And, and I think it, 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 this is it, why I'm home party Republican will uh, uh, to follow. Thanks for having me on. Well, this is our, certainly our pleasure. Um, I wanted to have you access time. Look through, talked about, I mean, it's time out at last time they lost around the hospital, but got all done with papers, a white or the equivalent, or written. Once got recommend was for foundation out to reaching different blocks. Voting never falls, but they want it all through. And, uh, and I hope. That'll be hope the conversation different this time. The, it, it, it is not a democracy and democracy. One of the whether party, public, or it's Democrat, or Dem- um, a dominant, you make competition meet and addition. And where you have competition, have com- and the recognition that recognize each other, you need things other to get also have done. You also build up the past kinds of relationships. The relationship about Amazon becomes so that it's a poly- relational politics can be so much effective, more constructive and effective. Um, I think I, I, the employee, the parosion of public party, which is a party, you will, I think, in this worldwide bloom is in full right now, has ultimately, ultimately been good for not victory for the country. I'm saying that, and I'm not one who wants had a somewhat Republican support, but Republican, someone who rather some see more wants competition, not political, just pollution and competition, pain and can also, but all competition and I petition with ideas, these and commit legislative states between legislatures and different uh, political groups, political groups um, that from different views, points of view, so that it really represents what they represent. Think most people, it's not to just have a good point of view, have one point of view. In the end, it's, it, and that's never not constructive. The two party system, you can't have one party that's dysfunctioning and the other party that's at best mediocre. Mm. Am I right, or how would, how I, would a political I can, science? I could, I could not agree with you more. In fact, I've said so in a speech. Today. Was one for what chat runs in AO rooms on instant mail and messaging. Uh, there's no uh, competition. Uh, competition. Yes. 
uh, of ideas, not some, uh, the quality of power, some kind of level quality of quality. Of course, not a level playing. It's not close to a and in the field. And the company apps, you get petitions, nation things, space stack things don't you know, just change or worse. They change, they worse, uh, and somebody uh, stagnate, degrade in some ways with nation. I think, and uh, this is hoping the party, which is why I'm hoping the public will to follow. Uh, thanks for having me. Parties, you have one can party, one part of this fun that's in the other functioning. It's a better party than Joker. It's media. Mm. Am I right? Mm. Am I right? I, or how I, 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 I could not, could not more. I'd agree with the fact that so honest. I've said speech there. Was Walter chat for what AO wants just in rooms on well in uh, messaging? There's no condition. Uh, uh, yes, competition uh, is not a vital quality uh, power, not level some kind of quality of level play. It's not a and in most to a specific field. The competition and from the apps, you get condemnation, petition, space of things, things don't stagnate or you know, just they just with they don't change, uh, worse state in some stagnate, uh, degrade in some ways. With I think, it, and uh, this is hoping the get a party. It, Relationships. 
so much expected that can construct much more um, and effective. I think um, the employee of the part of the public, which is explosion of the majority of the election that some party will bloom, I think, and we're watching as unfortunately right now in good ultimately. Saying that not one who wants to the country republic, and I'm not, but rather someone who wants to support Seymour Wilkinson. Rather, someone who wants political competition and campaign, just pull also competition, competition, campaign, and ideas, but also within these petition legislatures between committees and state uh, political groups in different, um, that, uh, from different political views. It, it, com- it really points to sense what so that people think it, it's not a represent just how most people interview. It, it's not good in the end to have one, that's never just it, it's not the two system. You parties have one party you can't have this fun party and the other that's it's a best functioning joker party that's mm-hmm. media. Am I right? I would help emphasize it or how I could not would I pull you more. I could, in fact, not agree with someone that I've said the speech to. But the and how prominent it is, that, is that, uh, is it prompt was one for that chat roacher on AOL for what was in rooms on uh, well there's no messaging uh, uh yes uh competition is not some of the quality power uh, level plot not even kind of quality of it's not a lend in like supposed to a competent field and you get any abstination space petition things don't think into a wet stack they you know just they just with uh change and some words stagnate they, uh, and Great, I think, ways with patients. And this is and hoping the party will get it. it uh, this is why I'm hoping to follow Republican. Thanks for having me on. It's our pleasure. Having me on. Um, um, I have you certainly are this time. Talked about I wonder. I mean, they got, got it last done with the wrong paper, but the equipment, all but written with records of whiteness for or reaching out to the ones got some block. And they should never fall reaching on it. Different and voting, uh, but they, I hold through. That'll be a conversation this time. The hope that construct different the demonstration that to have it, it, one is not whether active and public democracy have um, party dominance you nor them competent uh, and right, where you have need competition and the recognition that each other have competition and also have recognizability you need kinds of other to get ships that done you all about the party comes for these relational politics so that it can be so much relational tactics construct that can be um, much more effective and I think if the, um, the employee the part I, I public the which is the erosion of election the party the will bloom party now I think it has all we're widely in full right now in good country ultimately saying that one who wants not the republic of the country but and I'm not one who had a some see wants to support Republicans not out of some political competition in campaign also just comp- competition and I in camps with things but all these in legislation between ideas and, and commit a political state groups legislatures um that in different from different uh, views of the it really comes down to what points people think. So that it's not to just have representative of you. Most people, in the end, it's not good. That's never have one particular. You know, the two not system construct. You have one party party this fuck can't and the other one party said best that's Joker functioning mm-hmm. party. That's my right. It's media. I would help. I could not. Or how more. Yeah, I, in fact, I could not. So and I agree with you. I've said speech to
legislative, it's public and legislative way more. And then the problems way utilized often. And how but the that uh, that is it was one prom chat room for that AO culture. Instant met for what months uh, rooms on there's no well in messaging of Dias. Uh, uh, there's not opportunity some the quality of I powers level plan, not even quite at level plan. Some kind of quality of and it's not a license of length, it's not a comp close to a print field. You get and nation the app space con things don't kiss into or what things they stack they are just uh, just with eight and some change stagnate worse and the uh, I think the great ways with uh, this nation hoping the and party Get, uh, if you follow why I'm hoping for a public well, well uh, pleasure. Um, I have you this time. Certainly, I've talked about it. I wonder, actually, if you go through the gut, I mean, it's done with the last paper after Ron the equivalent, but I've written all the recommendations for Russo wiping out to or, or someone's got a block. We never foundation on it, reaching and different uh, voting. I hope, but they, that'll be all through conversation this time. And to be Hope that the demand different to have one it the whether it is not public active democracy um have dominant party you rich were competent or dem and um, where you hate competition meet and the recognition that each other that things have cost or have and ability to recognize kinds of immediate that other to get about done you all become the possibility for these polar relationships can be so that it's so much effective relational constructics that um the much more I think and the effective the employ uh, the party Public, I, I, which is at the election, the explosion of Bloom Party, the Republican Party, has all, I think, and Lee were wise and full and good for it. I'm saying ultimately, who wants to Republican, not the, but rather the country, someone who, and I must see more that assumption to support not political crowd assumption that he wants to campaign competition, also competition, political and I competition within candidates, but all legislators between petition ideas, uh, political committee groups, and state um, legislatures from different, different views of the political group get really. That's what we come for. Thank points. It's not so that it just had the point of view. It represents most people. And that's never good to have one The two system not you have one party party dysfunction, the other can't have been one party joker that's functioning. My right party that's how would media I could not empty more. In fact, I could not agree with you more. I've said speech there. Problem then realize its weight and how often dominated it. But that uh, um, that is was what it chat prompt AO for that instant measure for what uh, once there's no rooms on well in uh, messaging. Yes, uh, is not some opposite to quality power of I level plus not even client level plus not some kind of and in the absence of it's not a competent it's not close to a you get field nation and space in the app things don't change or petition they things that stack uh, you know just in some sense with stagnation change. Worse and I think the, uh, the great uh, this is ways with hoping the nation party and uh, get it to follow. If, thanks for having why I'm home. Well, public well, pleasure. Uh, um, I have you have me on this time? Was, is talked about certainly our time. Um, I wonder if actually got well, through the done with. I mean, it's paper at last of the equivalent around written loss, but with recommended all things for being out to so white or, or block. Once got never found one foundation and reach uh, different I voting battle be but they conversation all through this time. The and construct.
and the hope that it's a different one nation, the whether it's Republican, it's not Democrat, productive in democracy, dominant, have you party competition, and or Democrat, where you have competition, and the recognition that each other things also have constellation and kinds of recognitions that you need about other to get it comes on you all have the possible polity because relationship can be so much so that it affects this constructive relational politics. Um, Vic, I, I think it's more and the implicit of the part uh, public, which is I think you will be watching this bloom erosion of party as all party. I think and we're watching good for some full tree right now. I'm saying that one who wants ultimate republic, but not the one who wants the country see more. And I'm not sure that is someone not to support political competition. Yeah, there's some pain once also competition. competition and I just pulled within competitions in, in camp legislatures, but also between petition of political ideas, groups and committees um, that say from different natures, views in different political groups. That's what people think. It comes, it's not points that it just has so they're going to be it, it represent as most people. That's never it's not good to have one party. The two-party system, it, it, you not have one party, this party and the other party. said Beth can't joker. One party. That's my right function. How would party that's besides media? I could not agree with you more. In fact, I could not agree with you more. I've said the speech there. And, then and how it's way often that, uh, but the problem was what is chat was it an AO promising method for that culture uh, for what there's no constitution rooms on uh, well ideas. messaging uh, there's not uh, some the quality competition power level of identity and in some kind of sense of quality of the competition is not a point it's not you get close to a nation field space and things don't the absence to a work they petition the things uh, that stagnate and something are just stagnated with change worse I think uh, this is the great opening of ways with party nations. And uh, to follow it, it thanks for having me. Well, this is why I'm hoping for pleasure. Will, um, uh, I have you this time. I haven't talked about this, this time. Certainly our Omni Law. I wonder if got actually done with through the paper. I mean, it's for the equivalent last written after Ron's recommendation is for all being out to so wiping block or, or never followed one's got on it. And they should uh, reach different. That'll be a voting conversation, but this time, all through the constraints and the demise. To have hope that one of different whether nation Republican it's Democrat. It is not productive um, in democracy. You have competent party and it's Republican where you have competition and the recognition that need each other. Things and also have possibility to have kinds of relationships that recognition about you need to come better to get done. You all poly have the possibility it can be relationships so much effective so that it constructs relational politics. I, I think the, the much more the implicit and the part of Republican, uh, which is I I've seen this, the bloom right now. Ocean of, has already the Republican Party, I think, and in good for World Watchery. It's in full. Same right now. Someone who wants a Republican, but someone who will not see more for the condition. And I'm not, not out of some political support in it. Look at some pain. Out of some also wants competition. And I within just police and competition legislation in camps between, but on uh, politicians' groups, ideas um, that can commit from different state views, lectures, in different, it really sense what the group will think. It's not come to just have points of point of view so that in the end it represents never most people. It's not good to have one system. You can have one party, this fun.
and the other party said best mediocre. I can't have one part. Am I right? That's how much I'm functioning in the party that's best mediocre. In fact, I'm and so in a later, how would a pull I, of I could I not agree with you. I've said speech there. I think we're it, this is a, helping the great party in ways with nation uh, and to follow. Thanks for having me. If, 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 well, this is why I'm pleasure. Public um, well, have you uh, this time talked about having me all time? Certainly, our got I wonder done with tax paper through the, the equivalent. I mean, they've written about it last recommended runs for us, but being out to all the being blocks, so white never follow or, or on it. But once got and foundation, uh, I hope reaching that'll be a different conversation. Voting times, but they'd be all through construct. The demand to have one hope that the whether a different publication than the crowd. It, um, it is not dominant in the democracy competence and party. It's where you have more competition uh, and the recognition that made each other need that things they should also have possibility. You kind of have conscience that in and about recognition becomes you need other to get a policy on you all. Have the policy can be so much relationship affected. I'm a song constructor, but it's um, relational tactics. I think that the the employees more of the part and public active, which is um, you'll watch in this. I, I bloom the has originally already the Republican Party in good fight thinking tree. We're saying this in full and one right now, Republic, but ultimately, someone who see more not mission for the country. Not, and I'm not political kind of assumption that he's a support pain. We can also rather some compliments in an eye competition within. <laughs> I'm 